Konnichiwa, Minasan. All right, welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast. And today we are talking about Gojira minus Ichi, Godzilla minus one. And it is directed by Takashi Yamazaki. It's also written by Takashi Yamazaki. And it stars Benami Hamami, Ariosuke, Kamiki, and Sakura Ando. The synopsis is post war Japan is at its lowest point when a new crisis emerged in the form of a giant monster baptized in the horrific power of the atomic bomb. Whole thing is that Godzilla is basically born out of the fact that Japan was bombed during World War II and the radiation created Godzilla and he's terrorizing Japan because of the evil Americans dropping a bomb on people. There's one character initially kind of starts out as a pacifist, but he's in the military and he's at his base and then. Godzilla attacks the base. His commander tells him to attack, and he's just like so afraid. And only he and his commander are the only ones that survive. And his commander calls him a coward. Our group of scientists trying to kill Godzilla, and they recruit the person that's the pacifist because he was one of the only people to see Godzilla and survive. The whole point of this movie: four or five people trying to figure out how is the best way to kill Godzilla. So, Keith, how did you feel about Godzilla Minus One? Because I had to see this movie twice. <laughs> ah, felt pretty good. The hype was uh, well-deserved. It harkened back to the old days of First Godzilla. And it's told a well-rounded story that was more human than the U.S. Godzilla movies, where the characters are there developing and everything, kind of primary stage. And Godzilla was just a force of nature that they had to contend with or fight against. I like that this one showed, actually, that Godzilla could be injured. That injury is often negated because of its mutant healing factor. Yeah, so basically yep. Godzilla is Wolverine. <laughs> you can heal from all that stuff. It's a lot tougher. I love the fact that it showcased a lot of the ingenuity, like post-war Japan being scrabbled things together, use their ingenuity and take things out. They didn't go the route that, again, the U.S. slash China version of Godzilla has done, where they've got their Delta Force team leading Godzilla, and Godzilla is this happy-go-lucky monster that somehow spares all the people when it's stomping around. This one going on full on, just destroying everything. Atomic blast of his, uh, god damn. Godzilla was a shit. I enjoyed it, I liked it, thought this was way better than what we got before, so that we've had uh, in recent years, so enjoyed the film a lot. So Jay, how do you feel about Godzilla Minus One? Pretty good movie. It kept my interest, unlike another movie, but it kept my interest. I did follow the story. I understood the story. It made sense. I don't know. For some reason, it seemed like it was a little bit too long, but not by much. Not by much. Maybe like take off 10, 15 minutes or so. It was an entertaining movie. It was an entertaining movie. I have really nothing bad to say about it. It was very dramatic. It was very dramatic. And I understand the reason why, because I guess that situation was real. You would be dramatic as well, be under a lot of distress. So, yeah, they did a good job with the acting. The acting was pretty good, except for the kids. But, you know, hey. That little girl was crying. You know, that was real tears. <laughs> nah, it was so funny, though. Was like, you look sad. The girl just had a blank stare on her face. You just look sad. <laughs> and all of a sudden, out of the blue, after he finished the line, you look sad. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what the? That was her cutest of crying. The director was like. Off camera, they were like strangling her stuffed animals or something. The director was like, okay, after he says, you look sad. After he says sad, you immediately start crying, okay? That's your kid. Kanashi this. The action was pretty decent. Godzilla was a real threat. I like the way he looked. Um, 
I didn't see King of the Monsters. I didn't see uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I didn't see any of that. Last Godzilla movie I remember was 2014 and the 1998 Aaron, version. Yeah, it was Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Cranston and that one. Yeah, and Ken Watanabe. I remember that one, and I remember the 1998 version with the with the puffy soundtrack. That King of the Monsters one awful. had Loki in it. Dude, that played Loki. That Tom Hiddleston. Ah. He was in it. Tom Hiddleston was in it, and Samuel Jackson. Yeah, Skull Island was like that was entertaining. I always just go ahead and go. So again, I had to see this movie twice because uh, the first time I fell asleep, so I saw that in the movie theater, like a Toho, and I was knocked out. Second time around, the movie is still good. Character development in this movie. I mean, particularly the the main character, will consider him to be a coward, and it's like. I did what I had to do to survive, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Liked it, nevertheless. So, Keith, what score would you give Godzilla minus one? I'll give it an eight. It's a solid, solid film. The special effects, and for the cost that they spent on it, they used every inch of that budget well. You can tell that the creature effects were as much a throwback, the original way that they did things with the guy in the rubber suit, smashing a bunch of models and almost nostalgic feeling. Same time, it was still very good. I enjoyed the effects a lot better than I did the um, a lot of current movies today. Enjoyed the acting was good. Bit of a Hollywood ending, just to kind of spoil it for you and stuff. I, I kind of would yeah. have liked that scene, like, you know, guys will just smash everything, pee on the ashes, and then go back to the seat and, huh. you know, be like, <laughs> done and done. And what's more is that they're not really heavy-handed with the anti-American propaganda that the original Godzilla movies were. They tried to be subtle, but it wasn't that subtle. The focus was on the characters and how they're reacting to this situation. They're just trying to survive it and then kind of don't get past it. So I give it an eight. Solid movie. I'll watch it again and again. So, Jay, what score would you give? Godzilla minus one because technically this is a prequel, which is the minus one part. I'll give it a seven. He didn't like the little girl crying. <laughs> huh? He like the little girl crying. Give it a seven point five. It wasn't bad. I will watch it again. Give it an eight. <laughs> the first time I don't know. Uh, all I remember is like the first ten minutes and, and the last maybe twenty minutes, but it does enough to differentiate itself between the. American remakes and then like the the various American remakes, not just one. The last couple, Godzilla versus Kong, and then Godzilla King of the Monsters. That King of the Monsters movie is terrible. I think Millie Bobby was in it. It was yeah. Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis She's in the, the movie. Neck. No, not Jamie Lee Curtis. But yeah, I remember Millie Bobby being very terrible in that movie. And well, she's not really a good actress, all like that anyway. No dispute here. Yeah, no, I'll give this an eight just because it it does do something well, better than the the fat bastard guys that let me get here. All right, well that is the Beast Game podcast again. I had to see this movie twice. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is, but I had to go see Wonka. I'm like I gotta see that again. But Godzilla minus one, and I guess the next one maybe minus two. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to do another one. Well, I mean, you kind of leave it open-ended because Godzilla, you can't hurt me, dog.